0: Welcome to the Smart Industry Podcast, Remaking Industry, where we dive deep into the tools, techniques, and technologies that are accelerating digital transformation. All right, welcome. My name is Chris McNamara, Editor-in-Chief with Smart Industry. Today, we are looking at keeping things simple. We're chatting with Kane Grau, who is, um, as of this recording, in mid-October 2021, uh, newly the CEO of Uptake, Kane. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks, Chris. I appreciate you having us. Yeah, let's uh, let's get to know you a little bit first. Um, tell me what's the uh, what's the last concert you went to?
1: Cody Jinks uh, about three weeks ago. I got really fortunate to. Uh, I think it's my first concert actually in a year. But uh, very very big country fan and uh, flew into Richmond to see a buddy and. Uh, Saw uh, Cody Jenks at the Richmond Raceway.
0: Perfect, perfect. What uh, talk to me about this this industry uh, that we're in? What's the most appealing thing uh, about this industry? Why do you work in this space? <clears throat> uh,
1: um well, you know, a couple of things. Number one is um, I'm a data guy at heart, and uh, it's kind of built my career around data. And I just am absolutely intrigued about how I would say greenfield this entire space is, um, you know, with the OEMs building um, this, this new machinery that uh, has, you know, obviously an unbelievable amount of data coming off now and what we can do um, from a preventative, what we can do from a predictive, what we can do from, uh, you know, emissions, elimination, or clean energy perspective. um, It's, it's fun. I mean, you know, I've, I've been in healthcare, I've been in retail, uh, been in insurance, been in automotive, and it's not to take away from any one of those industries, but I just feel like in this industrial intelligence space, uh, it just feels so cutting edge, so new. And, um, you know, what we're doing is, uh, it's really thought provoking. And I think that it has, um, you know, what I love about it is from a safety and from a sustainability perspective, um, there's a there's a lot of good in it. It's not, you know, just for profit perspective. There's a lot of re, there's a lot of really good things that we're doing um, to help the world. So, I, you know, there's a it's just been really fun, you know, learning the industrial intelligence space.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's something that, that is always in the back of everyone's mind, I guess. But it's interesting to hear it stated so explicitly in addition to, you know, boosting profits and revenue and things like that. You know, some of the some of the main uh, uh, missions of, of all these smart approaches is, you know, reduced emissions, cleaner operations, safer operations, putting, you know, people in, in dangerous spots less frequently or, le- you know, less uh, often than they need to be, all that good stuff. And um, sometimes that gets overshadowed by some of the more common wins associated with um, some of these smart operations, but those are no less valid. Interesting yeah. to say it that way. Um, uh, give me a quick update. Who? What is uptake, and uh, how do you envision uh, that uptake changing uh, under your watch? What, what do you plan to uh, to do a little differently there? Yeah, so
1: we're uh, we're seven year old company, um, and we are um, we're the leader in the industrial um, intelligence space. And you know, essentially, what we're what we're what we believe is that machines across you know heavy industries are more connected than ever before just what we were talking about and these sensors generate just an enormous amount of data that live in tons and tons of places across you know across their across the customers enterprise and so we take the data to help heavy industries solve um basically their toughest challenge which is insight into the performance of the machine so we serve oil and gas chemical energy uh, transportation manufacturing rail um and the equipment dealer space uh from our caterpillar days so um we're uh, yeah we're, we're basically what we were just talking about we're enabling businesses to you know lower their maintenance cost improve the reliability mitigate risk and then obviously you know what's dear i think to my heart is enhancing the sustainability
0: yeah yeah excellent um you know uh we always um celebrate technological advancements and the amazing tools that are at play in this space and the cutting edge um, smarts that are behind everything Um, but central to making these ideas work is simplicity I know that's uh, in your bio you talk about uh, part of your mission is keeping simplicity uh, central to industrial intelligence what do you mean by that and why is it important to you
1: it's unbelievably important um, for for a number of reasons number one is our customers do not have the time nor the patience um, to uh, to look at really complex data and um, go through endless tools and endless sources of tools to um, make business decisions. I mean, most in most cases, they need the business decision made in a prescriptive manner, let alone a reactive or proactive manner. Yeah. And so um i've got 20 years of of really in-depth product experience and and what i've always found is um never ever assume that you know the answers and within the four walls of your building and you have to be out talking to the customer understanding the customer need finding pattern recognition um and how do you make basically every attribute on the screen important um and so what i really focus on um within the company is um every pixel, you know, every letter being the most important thing on the screen and the stuff that's really sort of irrelevant is just removing it. And so the goal is, is that I wanna basically take your asset, um, I wanna solve your business problem in the least amount of clicks as possible. And I want you to be so excited by the tool that you will be the advocate not only of your plant or, you know, your, um, your fleet um, but you'll be the advocate for the entire organization, and you want to see this across the enterprise. And so, customer loyalty, um, customer engagement, um, our NPS score—all um, these things are really, really important. But it all goes back down to the simplicity. It's like I use, always use the analogy of like Salesforce.com, which I've just always been a great fan of, or you know, even Apple in the great, in the greatest sense of—you know—I open the box bump two phones my backup starts my restore starts i'm using my phone within 10 minutes like i just shouldn't be calling verizon i shouldn't be calling apple i shouldn't be going on the internet to find you know how to do something like it's that simple yeah and so it, it does, it does. i'm
0: sorry you know, go ahead so Dave.
1: i was just gonna say like so for me it's you know how do we just make the product simple
0: does industrial intelligence lend itself to that simplicity or is it a challenge do you have to, to very purposefully very strategically you know establish your networks and your processes to keep the complexity at bay
1: so um it's it's a great question and it and it lends itself to probably the type of industry and the maturity of the industry so there's industries um i would say that are set sort of in the way where um the the obtaining of the data and and getting the data um can sometimes be a little more complex where there's other industries where the data is available Um, And the configuration can be done in in minutes and hours versus, you know, a day or a week. Um, What I will say is that was really the crux behind obtaining uh, Shook IoT uh, back in January was their ability to obtain data in those more complex places, get the data into um, either their environment or our environment, and allow the manipulation of the data and to basically answer their Questions in a in almost a real time manner, yeah. so the simplicity I think really comes with the tool sets that the company is offering.
0: Okay, um, you also use a phrase. You talk about revolutionizing the way we use industrial analytics. What does that mean? And you know, let me play devil's advocate. It isn't isn't uh, industrial analytics so young of a Field that we're not ready to revolutionize things, or is that statement not true at all, or does the the uh, the speed with which this field changes prompt you know considering overhauling it much more frequently than than uh, other pro- other approaches?
1: So I, I I think it really depends on how you look at the world in the sense of the call called the industrial four movement movement. Um, you can look at you know what we're doing at Uptake is is, is one, um, you know, one piece. We're a cog in the in the you know, obviously in the larger in the larger wheel. But here's what I get really intrigued by is stretch the brain a little bit on everything that's happening around uh, the the human workforce optimization, the asset optimization, the workflow optimization and when you bring that all together um, and you really sort of look at some of the revolutionary things that are taking place holistically I think that's where like I think that's honestly where the magic happens where a lot of the fun happens and so you know you were asking about like where uptakes going and not to jump of to that question but I think we're you know we've embarked on um, this industrial intelligence and what we're doing with data but I'll tell you that I'm I'm keeping a very keen eye on the human asset optimization because, in some senses, if the if if the humans aren't doing what they need to be doing, um, and even with technology and the advancement of technology, and you could say, you know, well, where where what should the be human be doing in the manufacturing plant in four five, five to ten years? Um, well, who knows? But I can tell you that they're 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 just as relevant as our asset optimization right now. So if I think of that, I think of what we're doing at Uptake. And then I actually think downstream and automating case workflow and being able to build cases on the fly and be able to understand, you know, is the part available today or do you need to order the part or do you have too many parts? Or can we provide you the intelligence to tell you, like, don't buy this many parts in the future? That downstream aspect, none of it is connected. And... I think uptake is in this prime place to connect a lot of these dots that I just talked about in the 4.0 space. And so that's where I sort of dream about like in three to five years is we're really sort of this large connectivity tissue of all of these different things that are happening within the 4.0 space.
0: Interesting. What's um, What's a misconception? What's the most common misconception you encounter in dealing with clients about industrial analytics? Do, do people overestimate the complexity? Do people underestimate the amount of uh, steps that need to be taken to make insights truly valuable? What do people uh, get wrong?
1: I think the change management aspect is probably front and center, right? How hard it's going to be to change. Um, we've change always wanted. Change. Um, in, changing, in changing the process, in trusting the data, um, in saying, well, you, you know how much data do you have, and and how accurate is your um, is your predictive models or your preventative models going to be? Yeah. Um, and so, you know that's that's a big leap of faith, right? Like you've done the thing, you've done this process the same way. Whether you have a tool, or you don't have a tool, or you have internal data that you love and trust. What is this company coming out of you know out of left field? Like, what do they like? Why do they know my business any better than I do? So. Um, building that trust and, and getting them to adopt a different a different process in a different world um, takes time. And I've seen this across multiple sectors. Um, and, and I'm confident that we will get the, we will get the mind shift to happen, but it doesn't happen overnight.
0: Yeah. Um, we are pretty familiar with what uh, you guys do. I'm always intrigued by different projects you're working on. What's the most unusual application? What's the most unusual uh, client that you or your team has worked with? I love the stuff that you guys do with locomotives. I feel like that's such an interesting um, combination of, like, a kind of a antiquated asset with a modern um, operation approach. What's the most unusual uh, situation you've worked on recently?
1: Um. Hard to say on unusual. I mean, I would say, you know, I, I would tell you what I am learning a lot more about maybe than unusual is the work that needs to be done within the government, within our federal practice and our federal sector and really around the environmental social governance, the ESG type stuff. And, uh-huh. um, and what I've learned um, is almost that it's like Y2K all over again, that Th- there is a time clock right now um, around climate change clean energy um, anything really relating to ESG and these and companies are going to be held accountable to it. And I think in the most simplistic form is let's pr- almost pretend like it's a credit score is that they want solutions where you push a button and it gives you a score and that's going to basically be like, are you in line or not. Um, with whatever you know let's just call it in, at, the, at the highest level with whatever the social governance is going to, to say that the score needs to be. And I feel like like within our within our federal sector, um, that's the type of stuff to me that it, it, we're not even remotely thinking about today. Uh, and when I say we, I think the world is not necessarily thinking about today on the level that we need to be thinking about within three to five years. Mm-hmm. And then I would say, I, one other area I would definitely say, is cyber, I mean, um, we, we are we are heavily focused on integrating various different cyber um, type solutions um, into our product. I don't think you can be disconnected. Um, uh, and I think what some of the companies are doing now around cyber and keeping our grid safe and keeping our energy sector safe for all this purpose of keeping the world safe, um, that goes in into the tools, no different than uh, a component having to break. We want to know, you know, is there malicious activity happening on a machine? Um, is, is there, you know, house penetration testing getting done? So I think having the ability to bring that type of data in for decision-making is no different than anything else that uh, a company's worried about right now.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Very cool. Ken Growl of Uptake, thank you for joining us on the Remaking Industry podcast today, very sharp stuff. Thanks Chris. Yeah. And uh, to our listeners, as always, we remind you to go out and make it a smart day.